Welcome, Mistorians. Have you ever wanted to know the sad backstory behind Chuck E. Cheese? Or why Blake Lee was so bad? Then Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries is the podcast for you. Join host Austin and Brenda on a rollicking journey through obscure nerdy topics. Be updated with new episodes every Wednesday. Find us wherever you get podcasts. Beep, beep, boop, You know things, I know some too. Sit right down, the will explain them to you. If there's a thing, these two feminists can entertain nerdy stuff sexy stuff so much to know tune in for the femsplain show we did it i just spent 60 dollars on flowers i don't know why why for yourself like um for a person seeds For what? For like, for, you know, like planting. Oh, like flowers for a garden. Yes. Not like a bouquet. Correct. Okay. So that's not for no reason. That's to make a garden. Thanks. It Now that I've, I've hit purchase, <laughs> it feels like it's for no reason. No, it's to enhance the, the, the beauty of your living space. Well, thanks. My therapist no-showed on my appointment this morning, and now it feels that's like why this, you did was, it. this was <laughs> probably more than I would have gotten out of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it, when your therapist no-shows, you're actually entitled to make a giant purchase. Well, when I no-show, I have to give them $100. So I'm assuming that they owe me $100 now. And so, if anything, I've profited by yeah. 40 <laughs> Yeah, you're going to... You're going to get $40. Nice. And some flowers. And a bunch of flowers. Cool. <sighs> Got a little bit of anxiety. Oh, good. Okay. Not me, though. I'm normal. I got a healthy brain with no nice. problems inside. No problems. <laughs> Zero. Avalon, we're doing a podcast. Are we still doing that? Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> It's because I won't let you go. That's okay. <laughs> You're trapped. I don't want to be let gone. Good. Well, this podcast is called Femsplained. For the co-hosts and people in the audience who forgot what Femsplained is, Femsplained is a nerd podcast in which two queer human beings, Avalon and Diana, talk about our nerdy interests. Oh. <laughs> I got a little bit of the old talking rust. <laughs> yeah, I forgot how to talk. I forgot how to talk. <laughs> We're going to have a little episode one uh, energy. It's true. And fortunately, <laughs> podcasts are a visual medium, so it won't rely too heavily upon the content of my speech. So, you know what? I think there's been a, a lot of time... So before we start talking about what our episode's going to be about, I think we should do a nerd culture wrap up. What's what's nerd culture stuff? I mean, so much. So I'm going to try not to talk about everything. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, well, the thing I was going to talk about, I just realized, is a homework episode. So we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> good. Good, good, good. You're going to go first. <laughs> Okay. 
Yeah, I, I got lots of good nerd stuff going on right now, and I'll talk about that because um, I can't remember anything that happened more than two weeks ago uh, right now. But um, right now, I think my two favorite nerd things that are happening. Actually, I'll do three. One, Legends of Vox Machina is out. Uh, all of the episodes are out now. We have watched all except the very last one, the finale. Let's just talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's first three episodes a little slow and rocky. And then from there on out, it's just fucking banger after banger. Um, and yeah, it's really, it's really beautifully animated. It's really fun and nostalgic to see these characters on a screen. And I love every voice actor that they brought in from outside the crew. Mm. I think that they cast like stunning people for these roles. Um, so yeah, I'm just loving that. I also like telling Marty about it while we watch it. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's very annoying, but <laughs> it's very fun. <laughs> For me <laughs> to give it a little pop-up video style commentary. I have a question for you. Go for it. How would you feel about this cartoon if it was fully standalone? Fully standalone, meaning the there is AP never happened? Yeah. You have no context for it. Um... I would... Yeah, I mean, I would probably still like it. I, I think that without the... AP happening episode one would be really confusing for me but I think I would still like it because it is still you know nerdy and weird and I like cartoons for adults so <laughs> <laughs> okay I think that it is a fair choice that this was a passion project for the fans and the backers and so to yeah. assume that people have the added context of character development and all of that, I think that's fair. Totally. However, I genuinely think that a little bit more effort could have gone into embracing new viewers. Yeah, I think I think what I would have loved, although who knows maybe they'll do this if they get picked up for a season two um but i would have loved like a little bit more pre briarwoods to get us started and i know that's tricky mm -hmm. because everything pre briarwoods involves a person that doesn't exist but i mean they did a lot of rewriting and clever stuff i think they could give us yeah. a little group backstory even if it was just like send them on one little adventure that together that like doesn't have big consequences or stakes mm -hmm. something to like give me a little more vex vax uh mm. like interactions a little more um you know keyleth percy stuff like just so that there's i there's been no keyleth like, percy stuff uh, there has been a little bit. A little mm. bit in like four, five, six. Yeah. Had uh, uh, some of the. But they did give like the. They did kind of take away from the fact that the person who 
like was most concerned about Percy, the first person to be concerned about Percy and like the most concerned was always Keyleth yeah. from like the start. Uh, and that didn't quite come across, which is like <clears throat> that definitely like sells their their friendship mm-hmm. on like a, a, a deeper way. Yeah. Let's talk about the okay. gratuitous adult content. I mean, <clears throat> it's gratuitous in episode one. I don't think it's gratuitous after that. Genuinely. Yeah. I would agree with you, except I just this morning watched the episode where there's a ton of, like, someone shitting. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, all right, here we are in episode eight or whatever the fuck, and I'm seeing this much poop come out of someone's asshole. Like, why is this happening? (laughs) Who is this for? This content wasn't on the actual play. Yeah, I think... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they could have squeezed in a little a little flashback instead. Yeah, like give me like maybe a little bit of a passing of gas to let me know that Scanlan found this guy on the toilet. But like don't have him stand up and several turds visibly fall out of his butt. Like why? <laughs> that was a very different incident. Upsetting. Interesting choice. And um, I'm trying to imagine the writer's room because you've got all these like Vox Machina behind the scenes shows that they've released in little videos. I'm like, what? Who was missing on that day in the writer's yeah. room? Or was or is Sam Regal in charge back there? I don't know. I feel like maybe that day, like just Brian W. Foster was sitting in and they thought that he couldn't do any harm. <laughs> and he spent a million dollars of the Kickstarter funds on these turds. On just it. turds. I think that I think that it's safe to say that I feel comfortable blaming for him for anything mm-hmm. in the show that I don't like. Maybe that was his cameo. Yeah, his cameo was the turds. Yeah. I believe. That. Yeah, but overall I'm liking it. I think I think it really is interesting cuz it was just and you know made for like the the fans of the show mm-hmm. but being picked up by Amazon does like inherently put a a pub you know a more yeah. public spin on it so like it is a, a weird line like should they have tried to make it more uh more accessible for n- new people um but like yeah it's also weird like I get trying to translate like a you know a like 300 page novel into a you know into a, a mini series or a movie mm-hmm. includes some rewrites but how do you condense like like a hundred hours of yeah. content into a couple of episodes that's you know <clears throat> that's a, a weird choice that I wouldn't want to be in charge of making. Yeah. Certainly. I think there's <laughs> but, a lot of um, pressure to really decide what's worth preserving. Yeah. And the answer is every single improvised line by Talis and Jaffe and uh-huh. then just do whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> around Yeah. Everything and else. like maybe some of the action around Vax and Vax translates over. Yeah. Or maybe more so just Vax. But yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. Um, anyway, so that's that's my big yeah. uh, nerd culture thing that I'm engaging with right now. It's definitely going to have uh, a second season. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, unless the numbers are being actively skewed for no reason, it's been within the top three things streamed on Amazon for the last, like, three weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I would be shocked. And honestly, that makes me happy for them. Yeah. I would like some origin episodes, since most of that didn't happen on the actual play for, you know, for the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be sick. Did you read um, Kith and Kin? No. I think I got it for Christmas, and then Francis did this thing that he does where he tidied it up into a location that I've never seen it again. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I I think I own it, but I've never seen it. (laughs) It's somewhere with the wires. It's with the wires. It's with the wires. Um, yeah, I got it on audiobook, which is nice because they oh. do their own characters. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it it's is pretty a, fun. I thought it was a graphic novel. No, Kith and Kin is a novel novel. Oh, I didn't actually know about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and oh. I got to say, Laura Bailey does because there's a, a, a part of it where it's all the way back when they're kids. And Laura Bailey does a baby vex voice that mm-hmm. is so cute oh i bet she does it's very cute <clears throat> well i think that, that on the whole for the show i've definitely been i know this is stupid because they do their own voices i've heard hundreds of hours of them doing these voices and they're professional voice actors but i feel like liam has really stolen the show for me for character acting he, he stole the show for me on, yeah yeah yeah, no, I think that he's he's got probably the strongest characterization. Like, yeah. I think that I would still get him if I had not seen the show. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah I fully get that. All I right. also think it's wonderful how much they put into Pike because she didn't really get all that much during that part of the show. And they really gave, they filled in the blanks for her. Yeah, I get more Pike <clears throat> from this show than I did from like watching it yeah yeah um absolutely and i also just want to say i don't think it would be that hard to rewrite things around tiberius because my recollection was that when he was on the show he was always just in his room he was just in his room yeah tinkering (laughs) yeah playing with his little potions yeah (laughs) being a misogynist that's (laughs) i thought you were gonna say massage therapist because when (laughs) you said potions my voice said my voice, my head, said potions and lotions. And then just from there, potions I had this whole lotions. narrative of him starting, <laughs> like, this from-home pyramid scheme, multi-level marketing business I, with potions and lotions. That seems likely, honestly. Yeah. Uh, do we? Do you want to talk – do you have any other nerd things you want to talk about? I mean, I think that I could probably find a million things, but I think that I will leave those for other episodes. Okay, good. I do you want am going to talk about one, yeah, one yeah. other thing though because it is my it is my current show that I'm on right now mm. it's new we're four episodes in and it's called the atomless and it's the fucking best it feels like a little bit of lightning in a bottle for me it's like the fucking coolest project um and it's a space sci-fi. It's Starfinder. I feel like that's starting um, to become your niche suddenly. Suddenly, Even I'm about we, space. We hate now. space. 
I do. I don't yeah. like space. <laughs> but this is a kind of space where I can be a rat person. Okay. So it's like, it's fantasy in space. All right. It's That's the only real. way to do space, really. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so it's me. I play I play I, a little rat person. Uh, Momo O'Brien plays a teenage mechanic with blue oh. hair and a skateboard, a magic space skateboard. Uh, my friend Andre plays a sentient piece of garlic. It's, this is a fucking amazing show. <laughs> and then Nordin Ali plays an Ifrit, which are like um, almost like um, they're like horned creatures, but he has like lava under his skin, mm. which is pretty fucking neat. And we're jammed by Matt, who is so good. Such a really like great narrative GM. And also has put in like hours and hours of time editing every episode into a fucking podcast. Oh. Like like editing all of the gaps in our speech out plus putting in like music and sound effects <gasps> and like ambiance. He's like f I mean, normally I really prefer to tell people to like watch it cuz I think that all of us are really animated to watch, but he kicked ass at making it a podcast so, so did you pre-record yeah. it or is it live and then he goes back and does it oh fucking pre-record it it's so, so much better good it's so great we could just record whenever the fuck we want to there's no mm -hmm. set days uh and we're backlogged on recording so we can uh it's fucking great honestly all right. Um, well, I am yeah. currently subscribing on iTunes. Well, that's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucking cool. I like really like all of our characters and I'm like I'm really really invested. It's like a um I typically don't sign on for like endless or mm -hmm. like, you know, ongoing campaigns. I like short shots or one shots or things like that. Um, but like, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm good and well, happy in I this feel game. Like it's so good. Pre-recording can also lend itself to like a seasons model, which yeah, is great. Yeah. I think, I think I have a feeling that Matt might have that in mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my favorite. I'm really excited about it. Well, I'm excited for you about it, and I'm excited to listen to it. I didn't realize it was I a genuinely think you'll like it. Yeah, I I'm, really do. Honestly, no part of me thinks I'm not going to like it. <laughs> I also <laughs> genuinely think I'm going to like it. I've just been completely off the internet for four months, so I I feel like I'm hearing I know, about so many exciting new things. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, okay. So do you want to fight now? <laughs> yeah. First episode back. Yeah. Let's I just fist fight. fight. I'm sweaty, so let's just fight. Yeah, mom spaghetti. Let's do it. <laughs> Can I tell you, this is not interesting for the viewers, a friend of mine on Instagram made a very funny reels about mom spaghetti today, and it made me laugh, <laughs> and I don't know why I'm talking about it, because this is obviously not going to translate, but I'm going to figure out a way to send it to you. All right. So we have done this exactly once before. 
And we are bringing the format back. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a versus episode. I love the format. Uh, but it's been difficult to come up with new concepts because we're usually on the same page about something. Or one of us is apathetic. Yeah. yeah. But not today. Today. So this today, is, yeah. It's opinions time. This is me picking a fight not just with you, but with all of your Twitter friends. <laughs> That's good. Because I... Good. That's just the mood that I'm in. That's fine. Yeah. I've seen a lot a lot of talk lately. Like, let me really emphasize to our listeners who are not on Twitter how much of a weird little cult following Diana has established <laughs> around werewolves. Yeah. And it has become this, like, Hufflepuff-esque hipster, I have to rep the underdog thing where now it's just a given that werewolves are better than vampires which is a fantasy world i love the idea that you think that i have actually influenced the greater cultural sway i think werewolves. <laughs> that people are really getting on board with this werewolf thing because they are chumps because <laughs> they're what because they're simping yes <laughs> And we all know it's vampires, hands down. But here we are, and now we're going to have to have this conversation. All right, we're going to have to fight about it. Okay, so is the, so the fight, the versus, is vampires versus werewolves in a, in a general overview sense. I know that you're also bringing up the the vampires versus werewolves who is sexier listen I... I have a dry erase board here okay <laughs> i have five categories okay one of them <laughs> one of them is fuckability but i wasn't gonna get to it first okay there is a dry erase board in front of yep. us listeners i do want you to know it's very real yeah. what are the other categories all right fuckability yeah who would actually win in a fight okay the quantity of media. Oh, that's unfair, but okay. Powers and MVPs. VPs. What is that? MVPs. Oh, MVPs. Okay. All right. Do you have any other categories to propose <laughs> in defense of werewolves? No, no. Those categories are good. Okay. I feel solid about those categories. Right. I think werewolves lose and in one of those categories. I think werewolves win in one of these categories. Well, you're wrong. Okay. Wait, I can't wait to find out which one you think they win in. <laughs> All right. So here's where we're starting. Powers. Is where? Powers. Powers? Yeah. Okay. Awesome powers. I don't know how to... What do you mean? Werewolves can yeah. turn in... To fucking wolves. Uh-huh. They get to turn into, in most cases, both a full wolf form and a hybrid wolf-man bipedal cool fuck em up guy mm -hmm. form. That's awesome. They also get heightened senses. Mm -hmm. uh, they are, like, just generally warmer, which is cool. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, uh, and they all just happen to kind of look a little puppyish, which is a neat 
little side effect. Okay, so all I'm hearing is that they turn into dogs. What do you mean by warmer? <laughs> they get a higher body temperature. Do you mean Werewolves that they literally have, a... have fur? No, I mean that like canines, they oh. have a naturally higher body temperature. So like, whereas you and I rest comfortably at a 98.6, uh-huh. your average werewolf has a comfortable resting temperature, resting healthy temperature of like a 100.3. And you would call that a power. I call that a, okay. <laughs> I, I do. I think so. Okay. I think that if you're looking, I I think, and we'll we'll get to this mm-hmm. when we circle around a fuckability. But I think mm. that it just makes you a really good cuddle partner. So I think that that in ways is a superpower. Okay. All right. So here are the powers just off the top of my head that vampires have. Yeah. The ability to turn into a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> the they ability to turn yes they can they do <laughs> the not ability most... to turn into a bat that one i'll give you immortality mm-hmm. heightened senses yeah mind control creepy and weird and gross the power Boo. of flight <laughs> <laughs> i will say all right werewolves Super also strength. do have regeneration okay all right Regeneration. Thank you for reminding me of that vampire. <laughs> um, sexy teeth. Uh, werewolves have canines. They're not. I I don't I don't know that that's a human penis. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> werewolves are human most of the time. That is true. And more to the fact that werewolves have no control over the timeline of their powers. They are just perioding. I would call it broody. (laughs) 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 They have uh, a homegrown inbound angst. They do. They do. And I don't want to refer to perioding as any kind of sort of emotional dysregulation. I guess I just mean to say it's something that happens to them once a month that they have no control over. So they're not going to like use their powers to help you in a situation. You just got to hope it's a full moon. But unless they have the heightened senses thing, they could help you with that. I guess. You got to track down a a cookie yeah. at 2 a.m. Yep. You know the guy. Yeah. All right. So anything else for powers? Uh, Okay. So regeneration I had forgotten. Um, And uh, werewolf stories, sometimes they're immortal. Sometimes they're just like super hard to kill. Mm. So I won't, I I can't really say definitively that they have immortality, but you know, ex- extreme resistance to death would be one. So I'm going to say that powers is a wash for vampires. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing it on the dry erase board. <laughs> All right. So I've won one out of five. Quantity okay, of next. media. <laughs> Come on. All right. Quantity of media is the one that I think. Well, all right. I think that. In sincerely, just in quantity, vampires take it. Obviously, you've got more movies. Are you implying that in quality, vampires don't take it? In quality, I absolutely think because, like, I mean, 
Which vampire movies are the good ones? Don't turn this around on me. <laughs> Make a strong case for your own animal. <laughs> I want you to give me an example of good werewolf media that isn't relying on a werewolf backseating a vampire. Okay, we've got Ginger Snaps. We've got uh, we've got Trick or Treat. The only good plot line is Anna Paquin in fucking Trick or Treat. It's the only reason I watch that movie. I could just watch all of her scenes compiled into their own movie. Fuck everything else in that movie. I would say Being Human definitely counts because mm. even though there is a vampire in that, they are equal storylines. Ghost, vampire, werewolf, equal storylines. I don't know if that one counts. All right. I I I think it does okay. because it is a shared ensemble cast, but there is a vampire in it. Do only movies and TV count? No. Well, good, because I just finished playing The Wolf Among Us, and it was fucking awesome. I hate that I only just played it for the first time just now, and it's based on Fables, the comic book. Mm. Main character, fucking werewolf. Fair. Yeah, it's really good. So that's another one for vampires. <laughs> Uh-uh, not until I hear you say with your whole chest what good vampire media is out there. This is just so you can try to poke holes in what good is. But I wasn't out here poking holes in ginger snaps. I'm not poking holes. I'm just, (laughs) I just want to hear you say it. All right. I mean, all I'm going to do is go to the Wikipedia. There's hundreds. Yes, there's hundreds. Okay, Blade. Just rewatched the Blade movies. So good. Buffy, don't care. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, Dracula, a classic. So important from a literary Ooh, perspective. Okay. I'm not saying it's yeah. perfect. You no. Know, what do we have? We have Nosferatu. <laughs> An old movie. Oh, man. We- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Blackula came up. That's not one of the ones that I'm saying. Um, we have Interview with a Vampire. Hello. I was going to totally skip on all the Anne Rice cultural influence. Do you know how sexy Queen of the Damned is? It's a sexy movie. Queen of the Damned <laughs> is sexy. That's true. <laughs> I don't have to do a good job. Underworld. Let's talk about the Underworld franchise. The Underworld also has werewolves. Rise of the Lycans was probably the best movie in that series. That's totally fair. I haven't watched yeah. The Vampire Diaries, and I don't give a fuck about it. But The Vampire Diaries also is a hybrid um, No, vampires and werewolves. No, no, no. There is a difference between werewolf media and vampire media with werewolves sprinkled on top. I know that. And that... You're right, and it irritates me, and I think it's just because the culture is so wrapped up in the in the problematic sexual attraction to to vampires. Okay. I think that the media at large has a tendency to replicate things that it thinks are safe. And vampires have proven to be 
safe money makers. So, you know, sure. maybe they're not going out on a limb and sponsoring werewolf content in the same way that we would like to see. So I mm-hmm. think the argument can be made that it is a safe form of entertainment that you know people are going to like, you know it's going to be popular, but that doesn't necessarily make it superior. Yeah. I agree. And Thank yet, you. for the category <laughs> that I chose to title quantity of media and not quality, I win. <laughs> <laughs> what are your werewolf MVPs? Who's the Dracula of werewolves? Ooh, okay. It's tough for me to pick one. Um, you can pick I five. Like a big five? Yeah, okay. I, I imagine it as like a Power Rangers team of the best werewolves. I do think that Josh Levison from Being Human, best werewolf, favorite werewolf. I think the Howling Werewolf. I forget. Oh, I forgot about the Howling. Forget the name there. I think genuinely Anna Paquin's werewolf in in uh, Trick or Treat. For sure. Um, I'm going to say Bigby Wolf from uh, The Wolf Among Us, for sure. Now that I have seen the full story and have a, actually witnessed with my eyes his full werewolf transformation, it's probably the most badass. Um, and I think... I think I do have to give um, Alcide her vote a, a good vote for for werewolf MVP. Do I know who that is? Yes, I do. Uh, you probably yeah yeah that's a, a True Blood. Oh yeah 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 werewolf yeah. yeah. Okay. So I mean, ultimately, the point I'm obviously going to try to make here is that in terms of breaking through all of these small fries right like all you've got is the wolfman for surface level full saturation recognition and teen wolf (laughs) yeah you can put teen wolf all right here's your basketball team this is your basketball team i don't know how many people are on a basketball team seven nine I don't know. Four. I just How many know that being a werewolf court? makes you very good at basketball. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Well, I should. Can I add that to powers? Yes, good at basketball because the jumping. Good at yeah, good at basketball. Absolutely. Then there's a little bit of like a spidey sense sometimes, right? Like a. I think that goes with heightened senses. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying yeah, in yeah. terms of like catching the ball. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. So this is your basketball team. But none of them, like, no one's excited about getting them on baseball cards. <laughs> or basketball cards. Are there basketball saw, cards? Are you saying that people really want Edward Cullen on a baseball card? Yeah. I, I didn't have him on my team, but sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Your MVPs, please. My MVPs. Who is going to make the most money on their team? Of sports. This makes sense. Yeah. I have to tell you that so that you know it makes sense. <laughs> I like, I really like this because it it really illustrates to me. <laughs> First of all, I just want to let everyone know that 
Wikipedia tells us that werewolves are the working man's vampire, uh, uh, the working man's cryptid, and I think that this is really selling. I think that's that. pretty offensive. <laughs> Who the fuck like, wrote that? Somebody go like edit a, that. Somebody <laughs> says that they're <laughs> they're the working class monster. Uh, well, which I, I mean, think is fucking hilarious. I think that's offensive. There's, I mean, it's pure physicality, but that doesn't mean it's like a blue collar monster. Yeah, yeah, it does. The werewolves are are the bootstrap monsters. That's bullshit. All right, we got okay. Dr- Count Dracula. From what media? From all media, across all time. <gasps> we also have Josh Hart. Uh, 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 Hartnett, right? That's his fucking yes. name? I forgot That's about That's the actor's yeah. name, yes. Still not yeah. recognizable. Like Count Dracula. Who doesn't know who Count Dracula is? You show me a picture of a Dracula, uh, 99.9% of the world population is going to look at that and say, That's Count Dracula in English. Do you know what? What? I know Count Dracula. How many people have actually read Dracula? Read Dracula, maybe not, but familiar with the storyline. Sure, but, you know. Also, vampires <laughs> put Transylvania on the map. What have werewolves <laughs> that done? That is true. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Nosferatu. Yeah. No, do you want to talk about Nosferatu? No. Do you want to talk about that other ugly motherfucker? And you want to say to me that people want to pay money for Nosferatu? That is, I I think we need to talk about the fact that no Nosferatu media is being made anymore. No one's remaking Nosferatu because vampires have been remarketed as sexy and hot. Yeah. I think I would respect them more if there was more Nosferatu going around. Well, 30 Days of Night vampires, pretty cool, not fuckable. They're on my team. They were, they were pretty hot, I think. That's Some a you thing. <laughs> I would say that they weren't marketed as fuckable, though. They were not marketed as such. Marceline. Also, cool. Josh Hartnett was in that. Yeah, but he, and he was a vampire. And I watched an interview with him where he said he enjoyed being a vampire for 30 seconds in that movie more than he enjoyed the entire series of being a werewolf in. <laughs> he did not say that. <laughs> Fucking libel. Um, if we're talking about True Blood, obviously Eric Northman. Eric Northman, who had to literally get amnesia for us to think that he was hot. But we did. Though we did. But <laughs> that was what it took. We literally had to erase his memory. Yeah. In but, order for us to even like him. There's people on this planet that I would have to get amnesia to think they're hot. Yeah. One of them is Eric Northman. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's hot and I'm regular. <laughs> Blade, so cool. Blade's really solid. Yeah, if no, you, Blade, I If you Blade, haven't rewatched have no those movies lately, you should rewatch them. Yeah. All right, that's my basketball right. team. So I win. That's it? Well, I could keep going, but it feels like, you know, like I'm just dunking you over and over. You're not. I am. You got one dunk. I got three slam dunks. <laughs> And I'm making ticks on my board for all my dunks. All right. What's the next category? Fuckability. Fuckability? It's werewolves, baby. I'm sorry. 
Vampires, allegory for disrespecting your consent. They only exist to be an... That is their whole point. They have mind control powers. You can't trust them. All of the things that are the unsexiest. They're cold. They're cold. They fucking sleep during the day. You have to have sex during the day and not at night. What is sexy about Why that? Why do you think they're having sex when they're asleep? <laughs> <laughs> That's their nighttime. They're awake in the nighttime. Yeah. But like, oh, you but know. you're asleep. Yeah. So you're not exactly. going to modify your schedule for the vampire is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> or you're expected to. You're expected to just be awake all night and go to sleep during the day. Fucking hell on earth. You're never going to have a social life with them. Talk like a. There's, you're like right. There's nothing a going on example. at night. <laughs> As, not a social time. <laughs> a plus example of just ruining your life. For a toxic partner who does not respect you and doesn't see you as human because they're immortal and can mind control you and has to literally drink your blood to survive. Boo. Terrible. Unsexy. Also, they're cold. Did I say that already? I think cold. They're very cold. Cold is, is a strong argument. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say fur also not appealing. You don't have to fuck them on the one day of the month. Yes, you that do. That is the wolf. day that they're a werewolf. <laughs> That's they're the day. They're a werewolf all the time. No, they're not. They're a wolf one day a month. They're a werewolf all the time. No. They're human. Avalon. Except we, during a full moon. Are we still bisexual <laughs> if we're in a relationship with a man? That is totally different. <laughs> I'm arguing that it's not. I think that while they are occupying a physical form that is completely humanoid, you cannot call them a werewolf. They are still a werewolf. They're still going to be a wolf in a couple of days. And they still got things like those heightened senses and that hot body temperature. I mean, they're usually pretty ripped. Once they're wearing Yeah, they're usually real ripped. Which isn't, like, you know, necessarily hot. But I guess it could be. Yeah. And also, the whole they still know what it's like to be human thing. I think that's a pretty good plus in a fuck partner. I think that werewolves are typically portrayed as being hyper-masculine. Whereas vampires are typically somewhat effeminate. Yeah. I would agree with you. So then I would argue that vampires are gay. <laughs> er. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue that. I think that they're that a, a media... more of a queer, fluid character. I would argue that media has done a bad job at queer baiting with vampires and not really giving us what we deserve. What do we deserve? From them. Gay vampires. Oh, do we like not lots have gay vampires? No, the closest thing we have really is Lestat, and he's only imaginary gay. I don't know what imaginary gay means, but it sounds like you are canceled. <laughs> <laughs> What's imaginary means, gay, Diana? It means that we we 
it means that he's gay coded, I think. And we have project that onto him, but we don't actually really get any of that from the movie. I don't expect us to actually know the answer to this because there is a lot of content in Anne Rice's yeah. vampire world. But from my understanding, Anne Rice is super horny. So I do feel yeah. like it's probably canon that he has sex with men as well as. Oh, probably. I, I, I never, I never read the book. I didn't either. Um, so I just, I'm just know that she's on. so horny. Yeah, she's very horny. And that's I why don't. she chose to write about vampires and not werewolves. <laughs> because, because it is a story that takes, that lets women in a more repressed time imagine a sexuality that does not require them to break their chastity. That's correct. Because they are the the unwilling victim. Mm-hmm. But they love it. Yeah. It's a it's basically it's basically a consensual non-consent for the 1800s. That's what vampire media is. That's true. And I would hope <laughs> that we had gotten beyond that. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> options for exploring our sexuality. But I do think that is a valid option for exploring one's sexuality. Sure. I don't want to be here kink shaming Diana. People <laughs> who get off on that. It would no, be nice to have some different flavors of vampire. I agree. E- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's all I'm saying. So if or you had oh, supportive werewolf boyfriend. So we're talking about fuckability. Yeah. I think it's fuckable to be supportive. I think it's fuckable. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like the hottest thing. <laughs> oh no. Okay. If you had to have sex mm-hmm. for 31 days in a row with <laughs> vampire and <laughs> werewolf, <laughs> what are you choosing? <laughs> 31 days in a row? Yeah. I, you know what? I have zero problem saying this out loud. I choose 30 days of human sex with a werewolf and one day with sex with a full-on werewolf versus 31 days of cold, clammy, creepy vampire sex any day. Does it make a difference for you if we're talking about bipedal werewolf versus a wolf? Um, yeah, but it is <laughs> a g- <laughs> it is a given that when I say werewolf, we're talking about a literal werewolf, not that's their hybrid form not the wolf form that'd be silly i think what makes sense is during the waxing and waning full moon Mm -hmm. you're a bipedal wolf but the full moon proper you are a full wolf wolf (laughs) you're a wolf (laughs) there's an l just go wolf (laughs) yeah i do like that i'm not i'm not opposed to that as an idea avalon i just think you would get so tired of fucking a vampire so quickly. Well, I mean, they can do so much cool stuff. They can fly around. 
do you really want to do all that work? You want to fly around? For like one month. I'm not talking about a marriage. (laughs) (laughs) I want the supportive boyfriend for the marriage. Yeah. We're just talking about a one night, one month stand. (laughs) (laughs) One month stand with a vampire. Yeah. And then supportive relationship with a werewolf. And the other thing, too, is part of this sort of, like, admittedly toxic vampire sexuality is that when you are self-inserting into a dalliance with a vampire, you're always, like, special in some way. Yeah, you're the chosen one. You're always the chosen one. Yeah. It's for their, I don't know, repressed romantic drive, which is a great loophole because it taps into what little humanity they have left, and it means they're not going to bite you. Mm-hmm. Whereas werewolves, when they are werewolves, have no control. They completely... That is not necessarily true. All their loved ones that's, are at risk. That's not necessarily true. That is uh, true in some werewolf lore, but a lot of werewolf lore does suggest that werewolves, or shifters in general have you know a piece of their humanity when they are shifted they can't control that they shift i think but that it doesn't that's, mean that they're not in there i think that's the minority of content it's i mean i'm honestly i'm struggling i i there's a lot of it that is implies that they have control or at least some control maybe less control i think what usually happens is they are out of control. They are violent. They are victimizing people. And then there's one woman who has to put herself at risk because she sees the good in him. She has to, like, really try to pull it out of him. And I think that's also a toxic narrative. And so what? usually she is spared. What werewolf story are you referring to? Wolfman. <laughs> that is the only the one. O-G. Also, I feel like being human didn't, like. Nope. No. There's not like being humans and t- there's not like the one person they love that keeps them from being like totally primal. No, in fact, the one person they love helps them to accept being a werewolf. Oh, the most. she sucked. <laughs> she was toxic. She was trying to get him to eat people. What? Didn't she no, eat an entire construction crew? That's it's been a lot of years. It's <laughs> a vampire. <laughs> no. The werewolves yeah. definitely eat people who are building a house. The the female werewolf yeah. in the story eats the guy who is building the house uh-huh. who was her abusive ex who literally lit her on fire. Okay, yeah, I, I did. And she I ate did forget him. that part. Yeah, okay. Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty badass. Yeah, we're good. Uh, yeah, the the storyline in being human is cool because the it's one of my favorite werewolf stories because the conflict for the werewolf character is not liking being it and yeah. eventually having to find a way to just be okay with it and like be feel balanced and at peace with himself and who he is with all of the pieces instead of you know hating one part and not the other 
I didn't mention what we do in the shadows, but I know it's very popular. So I just want to say that. Yeah. Have you watched it? It's very good. I saw the movie and I thought it was okay. The show's better. And then I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. It's the show's way better. Um, But let's pretend I watched it. And that it's part of it. There's not really werewolf content in it. There's like, uh, I, I think at some point. I'm not finished with it, but at some point I think there's like a little like werewolf scene and they had a werewolf version of the show in the works apparently. Huh. And I Nobody think wanted because to watch of the pandemic it. Yeah. it got canceled. Sure. Yeah, because of the pandemic. <laughs> God damn it. All right. My final category was who would win in a fight. This is the only one I feel vampires win. And it's because you have all your powers 100% of the time and we have them one day a week. No, it, uh, I mean, it would definitely be during the one day a week. During the one day yeah, a week? Yeah, and I think werewolves take it. Oh, interesting. I think that okay. in the fight that's playing out in my head, mm-hmm. do you remember that show? <laughs> On I think Discovery <laughs> Channel, to be more specific. where it was like hypothetically, what two apex predators, like if they fought, who would win? And then it was like a, a CGI rendition of like a tiger versus a shark. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what's happening in my brain right now. So I'm imagining vampires start strong because of speed. Yeah. And there's a bit of slicing and dicing for the werewolf. But eventually the werewolf anticipates where a vampire is going to move really quick and hits it so hard that then it's he's down and it's over and he can't totally right. recover. I kind of get what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying that vampire is super quick, but werewolf just needs one punch. I think once he to- gets like a really good punch in, then vampire is too mm-hmm. stunned to really fight back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the, you know, I think there's lots of scenarios in which werewolf wins, mm-hmm. like it's on a full moon or during the day on any <laughs> random day. <laughs> but then I think there's lots of scenarios where vampire wins, which is during the night, 30 nights out of the month. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think werewolves are still superhuman. Yeah. You just only think they're, they're werewolves wolves. one day a month. Yeah. I don't okay. know. There's holes in it. <laughs> Amazing. Um, All right. But, I'm going to oh. give you okay. a fuck, Mary kill for three werewolves. And I want you to give me a fuck, Mary kill for three vampires. Can we do that? Yes. But can I interrupt you real quick just with the fighting yeah. scenario and say what? that what would their specials be because in my mind werewolf special oh. is like being able to call other werewolves because there's the yes. power of the pack the pack and that yeah. is also pretty boss yeah also i was thinking like a suplex <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine, like, a werewolf, like... Yeah, definitely. I can definitely imagine okay. it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Who are we fucking? <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. So, I'm going to give you Alcide Hervaux 
um, Anna Paquin, Hot Red Riding Hood, and... I feel like it's going to be the being human guy. It... Mm, I can't decide if I want it to be him or the being human girl. But yeah, let's go with Josh, Josh Levison. Do the guy just because I don't remember her that well. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> I clearly <laughs> misremembered something pretty huge. Um, okay, so I'm marrying being human. Okay. I'm fucking Anna Park. Solid. Yeah, and I'm killing yes. the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's boring. And like, okay looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel and like a little, way. maybe like a little toxic. He's just like he's like I'm not so the most not toxic, toxic, but he is. I'm so not toxic, but I'm real, but 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 I am. A yeah, little bit. yeah, he's, yeah. He's a little possessive. Um, and yeah. I, yeah, I think the being human guy is very sweet. Yeah, he's definitely he's my so favorite sweet. character on that show. Yes, mine too. Yeah. All right, give me the vampires. Okay. To judge. I mean, there's like so many. <laughs> um, God. Let's oh do. God. And, and, and you know, I'm having a hard time thinking of any that are likable. All right. We're going to do Eric Northman. Okay. I'm going to assume you mean Eric Northman with amnesia. Sure. It's the only way. Whatever it takes. Actually, no. We're going to do Pam. No, regular. We're going to oh, do Pam. Oh, Pam. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> because I remember our True Blood episode. You did something um, here, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say Blade because, like, I really like Blade. And. Okay. <sighs> Ooh, Aaliyah. <laughs> Who? In Queen of the Damned. Oh, the Queen. Oh, God, I forgot her name. Uh, ooh, okay. Uh, I marry Pam. Oh. She's got lots of. I feel like she takes a long time to warm up to, but she's got lots of good, like, loyalty and kinship and has the coolest outfits. Um, I would buck the... Would I survive fucking the Queen of the Dam? If that's how you would prefer this hypothetical scenario uh, to you, yes I, okay, <laughs> it's up to you uh, <laughs> okay I uh, oof. no I fuck Blade kill Queen of the Damned yeah I think I that's think the responsible choice yeah yeah I don't think I survived that interaction <laughs> yeah otherwise and honestly just like for the good of, of the world that seems like the right choice mm-hmm yeah. Well, yeah. I, you know, what's so funny is I was really reluctant to do this because I got my ass kicked in the last verses. Oh, even though yeah. I shouldn't have, I just was like not, I didn't bring my A game. I didn't even bring like a B game. <laughs> I, no, I think I won that. Yeah, you definitely fair. won that. Uh, I don't know about fair. I believe we had a poll on the internet and the internet yeah. decided that I was the fuck up. Not the movie. <laughs> and then I thought, there's no way that I'm going to win with werewolves because you have so much werewolf momentum and you have so much at stake in defending them. But now I know that once this podcast airs, you're going to lose everything. <laughs> it's, over. it's over for me. I won't have a thing to stand on anymore. Yep. No. And that's got to be stressful. No, I think I won. 
Okay. I feel very confident that I won. Well, I look forward to the poll. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to it, too. Avalon, what are you doing after this? Oh, man. I think just hanging out with Robin, cooking some dinner. Nice. What are you making? I don't know yet. I haven't defrosted Sweet. anything, so probably nothing too exciting. Good. I'm going to play Jackbox games. Nice. I'm going to think about working out, but I'm not going to. Don't do it. <laughs> sounds terrible. Sounds like a good way to attract a toxic vampire. All right. If anybody's in a gym, it's a werewolf. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. I like that, I like your evolution towards energy. himbos. Yeah. It's been a surprising evolution. Yeah, I like them. Big fan of dumb guys. Meanwhile, I continue to stew in manipulative effeminate. (laughs) (laughs) I like them. Dumb and emotionally intelligent. (laughs) Nope. Not me. (laughs) That's, That's the dream. Yes. I also, I like that because I think that while that's been my evolution to what I'm drawn to, it's also what I'm hopefully evolving into <laughs> You know, as well. I was going to say, like, yeah, absolutely. But I don't think that there's the dumbness there. I, yeah. You're not, I, like, evolving uh, away from common sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Okay. Great. Did you get new glasses that are very different than these glasses? No. I had a dream that you did. Yeah. I got these glasses, and then I crashed my bike and broke them, and I fixed them with minifigure glue. Okay. (laughs) Well, I had a dream that you got very square, kind of like crimson tortoiseshell acrylic frames, like thick frames. I would probably like that. Yeah. I might. I I have to get another pair this year. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably get a square fra- uh, frame something no. or other. Um, I like that these don't obscure my eyes. Yeah. You, you need but, big ones. Yeah. But they are very, very feminine. And True. I would like a different pair for non-feminine days. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. shape is like very cat eye kind of like. Oh yeah, it's yeah. it's it's like performatively feminine. That's, glasses, that's but true. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, well, yeah. I can't wait for you to pick out other glasses so that it's like you can swap visually. Yes. You can swap how you're cueing. I get like like nerdy guy, thin circular wire frames. Yes, I like um, Francis's nerdy professor kind of. Horn rim. Oh, I don't know about those. Yeah. I think that they would be a good choice. Something okay. similar. Um, okay. Well, goodbye, your listeners. <laughs> Good, goodbye. <laughs> you can find all of our Femsplain content either on patreon.com slash Femsplained. Twitter, you can find us at Femsplainedcast. Instagram, you can find us at Femsplained Podcast. And you can check out superdillon.com slash Femsplained to find the guest form and all of the different places where you can listen and connect with us. Awesome. You can find and follow me, Avalon, at A underscore cat attack on both Twitter and Twitch. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok, and all the places at Super Dylan. And that is D-I-L-L-I-N. Awesome. 
Thank you so much for your support. Bye. Bye.